Podcast. Well, after half an hour of absolute rhubarb, we've start- suddenly decided to press record. Well, it's half an hour of that, and also ten minutes of you being a no-show. Because the missus had hidden the microphone for me. My microphone. <laughs> yeah, you said it really weirdly, but... My microphone. Yeah. Um... So what if she did, mate? <laughs> it's just funny. Uh, me and Pavi always say that you take... Like, usually around 10 minutes to actually show up. This is my ADHD, mate. It's all part of it. So, it's, it's your ADHD. It's a, it's a mess. So, I say to you, well, we say to you, Nick, 6.30, yeah? And you're like, yeah, cool. And then 6.30 comes, and you you're not here. You've gone. Talk to me, bro. Say 6 o'clock. The one no, time wait. I did that, one time yeah. I did that, which wasn't, like, intentional, you did show up on time. So, there you go. That's what you do. Well, so, we just... Yeah, but I know you. You'll reply and be like, nah, can we make it 6.30? <laughs> I know I know you like, because you're like, I want to eat dinner or something. You don't know me, mate. You think yeah, you that's what you would do. Look. That's what you would do, you know? Yeah. And what do you do? Show up on time. No, what you do is usual time, 6.30, and then you're, and then 2 o'clock comes. I can record now. Half 2. I can record now. 3 o'clock comes. I can, call, I can record hold now. Hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. What? Heavy is usually the one that says, I can do it earlier if you never, want. Never. You, no, you... And you I say, yes, I can as well. You instigate the, the situation. Today I instigated it. Today no, I did. Every week. Every no, week. no, no, no. Heavy. And heavy, I, do you know right? why? I never reply. And do you know why? Because I think, no, we stuck to a, the usual time is 6.30, so let's stick to <laughs> the 6.30 is your usual time. 6.40 is your <laughs> usual time. You know, right, because the wife hit the microphone. No, that's today. The, the Every other day is because you've decided to go take a poop at six thirty. I can't control my bowel movements. I'm sorry, everyone listening. I'm, uh, I'm telling you, you must be able to control to an extent if you choose half past six every week. Look, all right. So these are the things I've got going on, right? ADHD, bad timekeeping. Um, what's that thing when you IBS? That's going on as well. You know what I mean? I'm by just ticking all the boxes. So. I don't know what I'm supposed to do, basically, is what I'm saying. So you're saying the reason you show up late is because you have ADHD and IBS? Yes. Okay. Is that all right? I think that's all right. <laughs> I think that should work. As an excuse for episode 99, I think that should work. I don't know if ADHD like, should, should count towards this at all. It is. But... We've got awful timekeeping, mate. We've got bad. Even for work, the geezer I work for, he does the same. See, at half seven? Yeah, I'll be there at quarter to eight. I tell him because you're taking a crap, probably. No, no, I'm just mate. I I will do a hundred million things before I leave the house. I'll just get sidetracked about. Oh, let me do this. Let me do the washing up, or let me go and put the bins out, or something like that. Honestly, I can't just focus on getting out of the house. Mainly because I don't want to work. As Nick, well. listen, listen, right. The two excuses you've ever given me about why you're late are vastly different, uh, right? One is to do with one I'll end of your body, about, then. yes, and then the other one. Hey, this is a family-friendly show. Well, there you go. It's not a lie. <laughs> is it? Yeah, but, yeah, hmm? but it's not ADHD, is it? It's just like... Well, that's not in the mornings. I'm not doing that. That's, well, I'm doing one of those things in the morning. But you know what I mean? It's like... Just allow, just let me off. Allow me, bro. Yeah? This is a is violation. It doesn't, doesn't like allow it mean like... Leave it alone, bro. Oh, all right. Well, Pevy's not here. Yeah, we hope he's all right. We'll be back next week.
Usually we give him better crap, but he's down know. in the dumps, so we're not gonna give him crap. Um, well, nothing but know. love. So, you know, hopefully he's here. Well, we're not gonna do one next week. We'll be doing one the week after. So, um, no podcast next week. Comes back on the twenty first of December. Um, I think that's the next Wednesday after next week. I think. Can we make my picture, my profile picture? The, the picture for this week's podcast as well, please. Can you do that or Pevy? Can only Pevy do that? I could probably do that. Yeah. Yeah. You've got, you've, got um, beef, you've got nothing but beef with me the minute we started talking. I'm not a I'm not a person who likes being kept waiting, Nick. You know? <laughs> no, not about the waiting. You've got beef with my profile picture as well. Go on, tell him. i got beef with the profile picture you use on YouTube because it, like, it's like 15 years old. You know, it doesn't look like you. You now look like Ted Lasso. Neither does yours. Well, yes, because it's a logo. <laughs> you know, like oh, dear. there's not there's not a lot else I can do about that. You know, I remember when you used to love me. I remember them days. No great days. I don't know if I'm capable of love, Nick. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so that? um, that's probably the most truthful thing you said all day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, that's well, this. Uh, well, we've got a lot to talk about, a lot of rubbish, a lot of rhubarb, so should we get on with it. A lot of rubbish. Like, this is your ideal thing, I isn't can, it? I can it's see why. Primarily Star Wars. <laughs> it's primarily Star Wars. This is what you like, you know. Oh, yeah, baby. That's that's what happened, right? Pevy looked at that list, saw the bad batch written in, then got depressed. <laughs> that, I'm out of here. <laughs> no way, mate. Yeah, that's probably more an instant downer. He's gone, you know? <laughs> like. Casting like, news? No, no, no. See you later. Uh, no, oh, casting news isn't there. If that yeah, was there, know. The, the, you know, you definitely wouldn't be here as well. But um, <clears throat> yeah, um, we'll just start from the top then, I assume. No, for, um, from top of the, yeah, go for it. So, uh, start of the acolyte, Daphne Keen, she played um, the little girl X23 in Logan. Mm hmm. She's no longer that little girl. Obviously, she's grown up since then. Um, no, she's not a child no more. I think she's like twenty or something. Like, yeah, people grow up to be twenty. It's mad. Yeah. yeah, but it doesn't feel like Logan was as long ago as it is, you know. So when what I like, was it? Twenty seventeen. Cause she has sprouted quickly, isn't she? So, yeah, she did a, an interview and. Um, because obviously she's been casting the Acolytes she was asked about it and she was saying that uh, the series will see the Sith infiltrate the Jedi Order um, and I think she gave away like probably a really really big spoiler for the show by saying that yeah. because the only thing we knew about the show prior to her speaking was that a former Jedi Padawan uh, which was Amanda Stenberg's character and her Jedi Master uh, Lee Jung Jae's character mm-hmm. uh, are going to investigate a series of crimes um, and uh, yeah so now them saying like well now Daphne Keen saying the Sith have infiltrated the Jedi Order you now assume that this means the crimes being committed by the Sith inside the Jedi Order right so it's a mystery like figuring out who's doing these crimes, but by her saying that, this probably tells us the answer. Oh, you know? really? You think that? I didn't think about that that way. Okay. Well, that's how I see it because it's like they're trying to like it's a, it's described as a mystery thriller. 
mm-hmm. like the show. The mystery is finding out who's committing these crimes. Yeah. I think she's told us the answer. Um I think she said a stinker. I think so. I think I think she like shouldn't have said this. Um and also like the show is set a hundred years before um the Phantom Menace. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people are like run into the idea of is this plague inside the Jedi Order? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um she hasn't said anything about that, obviously. Nobody has. There's no like real leaks for the show. There's just what we know from the official synopsis and what she said. But like I, this excites me, you know. Yeah. Like the thing is, well, I think I said it to you, right? When I uh hear the synopsis for the for the show, like it sounded like it was like a cop show, you know? Yeah. Like a like a you know, like a police thriller. And usually a twist on one of those shows is for example like the kgb or something they're inside the government somewhere yeah know? exactly yeah, it's always like they're, on the inside, in there. yeah they're already on the inside um and this kind of sounds like that to me like like amanda stanberg and lee jung jai they're the detectives they're the jedi going to like find out the mystery obviously run the joke of jedi just space cops um yeah. and you know it turns out actually it was people inside our own unit you know yeah um doing it so kind of like that show you used you watched right Line of Duty, I was thinking, yeah. yeah that's what i was gonna say yeah, yeah. the so usual like it's, yeah it's a cop show like sort of thing um yeah what do you think of it what do you think of her comment do you think does it excite you for the acolyte more or no yeah i want to see obviously we'll see what all the sif is about but um those comments i didn't think of it that way as you explained but I'm into mm-hmm. that. I'm up for that. I'm up for a bit of infiltration, you know, someone on the inside. But also, I wonder if this show is going to make us cheer for the uh, Sith like uh, we cheered for Deirdre in uh, Andor. I wonder if we're going to start cheering for the bad guy and be like, oh, no, wait, we're not supposed to be, you know, cheering for them. So I don't know. I, I, I doubt it, considering, like, considering we're going to be following, like, Stenberg, who seems to be used she used to be a jedi padawan and she left mm. and her master who's still a jedi knight so i just assume we're still following them so i, I just i assume we'd be rooting for those as characters whether that means they p- remain part of the jedi by the end of it or not remains exactly. to be seen she obviously isn't one but um yeah i, I don't think she'd be then t- she gray jedi yeah i assume it's maybe like an ahsoka sort of situation you oh, know okay um but that show, though, that show in general is really exciting, I think. Um, yeah. You know, obviously, like, I was excited about it off of the premise. I've watched Russian Doll, Leslie Headland show. Yeah. Made me ex- even more excited for it. Um, and then just how they handle it in the production. So, like, um, you know, they're using large sets, really big sets um, at Shinfield. Uh, my friend. mate. I got, yeah, I got stuff, but I'm not going to say it yet. Like, you know, this. I'll tell you one thing, like, which is small. But, like, my friend, um, uh, a friend of mine has told me that it's actually filming at one of the lots in Pinewood as well. Acolyte. Like a big outdoor set. Is oh, it? okay. Um, there's Andor stuff is there. Obviously, they've got big Andor sets. Hmm. And, uh, <clears throat> and wherever. I'm, I was going to put the Andor, like, pictures out, set photos out today, but, um, this is Wednesday we're recording this but the Bad Batch stuff came out so it was like nobody's gonna pay any attention to that um use it tomorrow in it mate use it tomorrow probably yeah and then um so by the time you people hear this I'm, I might have put up the Andor set pictures 
but uh yeah the acolyte is using one of the lots of pinewood i think it's, they're using like the north complex or something um and yeah they're, they're gonna do on location suits as well and it's gonna be in terms of a production uh more similar to andor uh than like kenobi or mandalorian or something you know really good that sounds good to me that could it's only good. be the standard yeah. from now on i think the show the, the show the show is also <laughs> uh gonna be a bit more mature in tone like again like andor um, people aren't gonna like that yeah but it's gonna have like people with lightsabers so oh yeah true they're gonna love it yes yeah, yeah they'll be fine um you know and like obviously like a lot of sith influence in there so those true, people true, will, true. will be chill about it um well, i will hate it then won't i <laughs> it's, it should be good like i'm it's kind of like the thing like for years on this podcast we were like always telling people to be excited for andor and like this is usually when people weren't excited about yeah um and I don't know, I've had a lot of messages since Andor started or and since it's finished from people saying, yeah, like we were the ones telling people for years, this, this is the one to be excited about. Oh, and yeah. that we were right. And um, I'm, the one I'm telling you to be excited for right now is Zachalite. You know? Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited, buddy. Don't worry about yeah. that. So but hopefully they'll... everybody else follows suit and they enjoy the accolade as well. Um, they all laughed at us, Bezzy, but I'm, you know, it's so they're not laughing now, are they? No, no. Um, and going on to that, like obviously we've got to wait till 2024 for the Acolyte, but next year we have Mando, um, Ahsoka and Skeleton Crew, and the latter two, Ahsoka and Skeleton Crew, there was like details about those uh, yesterday, a couple of days ago. Um, I don't have the article pull up or anything in front of me, so I'll just go off of memory. Um, this is from uh, com. This article. No, no, this is from oh, Jason's. Okay. Um, oh, making Star Wars on that, yeah. So Ahsoka uh, is gonna, at least part of it, is gonna take place in a different part of the galaxy or a new galaxy that we've not been to before and has not been in canon before. Good. Um, that's where Thrawn and Ezra were like taken following the events of uh, the Rebels finale. Yeah. Um, they've been residing out there. Um. It's, I'm gonna have to read the article because it's I'm like I'm trying to get out. Sorry, mate. I can't find anyone on his, on his thingy. I've got I've pulled up on, on mine. Uh, a second, okay. Do your due diligence, whatever the word I'll is. I'll read it. I'll read it. I'll read it. Right. Um, <laughs> the Soak series will venture to a new galaxy or an unexplored distant part of the galaxy. We we uh, we don't know. Um, the term being used is new beyond. I don't know if that's the real name for this is what people are referring to it as, you know. Um, it hasn't been explored in the past. Um, the Force is viewed differently uh, and used differently in that part of the galaxy. And certain magic users we may have uh, may have originated from that place. By that, I think they mean like Night Sisters or something. Um, yeah, so there's stuff like that. And then... Um, uh, do you not remember the like the person that uh, Ahsoka like fought in the Mandalorian season two? Yes. She's yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. she has like connections there. I think uh, you know, yeah. So it, it's basically that, right? That's like that's basically the extent of the Ahsoka part of it. Yeah. But then it goes on to say that Skeleton Crew as well also takes place in that like new beyond, right? Like that's where that is set. Ahsoka may appear in it. But like that's like unconfirmed 
you know, that Osoka may appear in the Scout Crew series. Um, okay. So, again, these two connecting, you know. Um, Thrawn's okay. out there, he was being out there. Scout Crew sat there. Soka's gone out there, obviously, because her mission is to find Thrawn and therefore Ezra, you know. Um, and, yeah, like... It seems as if Thrawn might make some allies out there and maybe that's where his return is. You know, it's coming from this unknown part of the galaxy or the new galaxy with new forces. You Who know, been cast yet? Um, it's supposedly Lars Mikkelsen, the guy who does the voice in Rebels. Okay. Um, it's been rumored for a while. It's in the article as well. Um, so that's supposedly what's happening. Um, I like this idea. All this sounds interesting. I want to see new places. Yeah, like, I posted about the writers of Mandalorian Season 3 the other day, and one of the most common comments I got back from it was, oh, we're going back to Tatooine again. Oh, we're going back to Tatooine again. Ooh. So bored of Tatooine. Like, you know, so... And I get it. I like. I mean, it would be... You wouldn't, you know, it has been overused a little bit, but... Yeah, yeah it's definitely been overused on the... Uh, of the stateside productions, obviously. Um, so, yeah, I th- I th- I'm glad to see a new part of the galaxy or a new galaxy that we haven't been to before. Um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what concepts they come up with. I mean, there's only so much you can do, obviously. You know, yeah. Limitations. So, people, there will be comparisons, obviously, I'm sure. But, but it's also interesting as well, because like, obviously the only description we've ever had for, um, for Skeleton Crew is that. Uh, it focuses on a group of kids who are lost in the galaxy and trying to find their way home. Hmm. This may add new context. That is, they may be in a, in a new unknown galaxy to them and trying to find their way back to the galaxy that we know, you know, where the Skywalker saga took place. Um, so that might add a bit of context to that. Um, yeah, either way, I'm excited about both series. Um, yeah, it sounds good. It sounds, it sounds all right. Um, the biggest thing for me that they have to do next year is like, because the stuff that's following Andor is all volume, like heavy mm-hmm. projects. Um, that didn't obviously go too well for Boba Fett and Kenobi. It worked no. well for the Mandalorian, but because Favreau is so heavily involved, um, I just they just need to like have a good story, but also they need to sort out the VFX. They yeah. need to sort out like how the volume looks in those shows because we've now seen Star Wars TV without the volume, and that's probably gonna like so people are gonna be hyper aware of seeing the volume now. I think. Um, I think if the story's good enough, they'll probably you know. If the story's good enough, that will be the main focus. But like exactly, you need yeah, to bypass you... the cruddiness. They'll be like, oh right, yeah, it's TV, so you know. The... Yeah, but we know what like. I know, I know, I know. I know yeah. We know what that should look like now. Yeah, you know, yeah. like the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian's always done a really good job of it. Yeah, you know, it's, it's been fine. Yeah, yeah, and again, I think that's due to Favreau. Um, but the others that followed haven't. And uh, I'm pretty sure Book of Boba Fett started alright, didn't it? I'm sure, it looked alright. Boba Fett, got... like every, for me, every time Boba Fett was like, I was like, every time he's on Tatooine, he's on Tatooine the entire time. Every time he's in the desert, <laughs> it looks terrible to me. It doesn't look like a real place. You mm. know. Um, stuff like that, but like Kenobi, obviously Kenobi did like look the worst out of the bunch, mm. but it's whatever, you know. Um, I'm excited about Ahsoka. I'm excited about Skeleton Crew. Uh, excited for Mandalorian. I'm excited about everything that's coming out. Really? Wow, you can't. Yeah. 
just can't contain yourself, can you? Other than other than the thing we're going to talk about next, which is the bad match. Uh, uh, Listen, I know people are like excited for this. It's just that we didn't enjoy the first season, so we can't be excited for this. You uh, know? I, I, I'm not. I really did enjoy that last episode, and I was like, why couldn't the whole rest of the yeah season yeah. be like that? Yeah, that was, our last first, episode was great. I think the first two episodes and the last episode are good. I think yeah. all like those three episodes are really good. It's just the thirteen in between. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, that show, like, it should have just been, like, I don't know, like, maybe eight episodes along or something. The shit didn't need to be 16. I know. 16 you know? episodes, flipping heck. And then it's like, looking at this new trailer that came out today, the trailer itself looks good. Like, that makes the show look really good and interesting and yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. dark. And, yeah, yeah. See, you know, that's cool. Like, the, yeah, I want to, like, it makes me want to watch the show. And I'm like, this is how they got me before, you mm. know? Massive media um, being there. Like it looks like visually, it looks really impressive. Like I think we said it last time when the Bad Batch was on that that's the best like the Lucasfilm animation has looked. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. It's only getting better, isn't it? So yeah, and it only looks yeah. it only looks better in this. Um just from the trailer shots, it looks like visually like really good. Um I just don't need grandma bosk bossing them around like so much. I just I don't need Fat Bosk. Fat Bosk. Grandma it's just, Fat Bosk. It's just I don't know, man. It's just I know it's the kids' part. It's the kids' part. I know, I know. I know. I tell you what. I tell you what's funny about like this whole thing today was uh, in the trailer at the end. It says parents. The bad batch returns January fourth, <laughs> right? It says the words parents, and like like a bunch of people on Twitter got offended. Was this like why is it saying parents? Why is it saying parents? It's like I tell you why it's saying parents. They're trying to market this to like children. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they think that the little kids are going to watch this. But in reality, yeah. there's a lot of like adult children, like us, and you know. Oh, trust like, me, I know one or two adults that are going to be ecstatic by this news. Yeah, no, that's the thing. Like, people are like, why is it saying parents? Like, and it's like, well, this is aimed at kids, but like, grown adults watch it as well. Like, nobody's <laughs> telling you don't watch it. But that's why that line's in there. Um. It's funny to me, man, because like, I don't know, the, I, it just people got worked up on Twitter about that one like line, and it's like, well, whatever, <laughs> you know, like it doesn't bother me. Like, Andor no, wasn't marketed to children, no, you know what I mean. Like, and it shouldn't have been because obviously, like, it's quite mature for a Star Wars project. Like, but like, you didn't get Andor like Funkos really. You had like two. You had you didn't have the Andor crossover in Fortnite, which they've done for all the other shows. And with like the Bad Batch, they're like, okay, yeah, we need to market this to yeah, kids. This yeah, yeah, yeah. Our target demographic is the kids. Yeah, like, you know. So, yeah, of course they're going to like market it to children. Like, that's just that's the point. And I don't understand why people like are getting offended by it. It's pretty, pretty silly, if you ask me. Um, just because you're an adult doesn't mean you can't enjoy it, you know? Um, I think, so. um, what was I going to say to you? That's what I was going to say to you. B2 uh, Emo Funko, 30 quid, mate. Flipping heck. It's 30 quid now? Yeah. When I saw oh, him, well, when I, when I saw it on Amazon, he was like he was like 18 pounds, I think. Oh, let's have a look now. I'll do a quick refresh. That's, it, that's the only two Funkos they've done for Fando is Cassian and B2. You know? I wonder, that's not even coming up. I want a Cassian. I want a Bix. I want a Dedra. 
I want. I want. Mas- I'll have a Cyril. Oh yeah, definitely get a Cyril, hundred percent. I miss Cyril this week. Not you know the, the real one. The real Cyril. The um, real Cyril, please stand up. So yeah, um, yeah, bad batch. Did the trailer look good to you? It was alright. It was good until Fat Boss came in. I was like, oh, for goodness Fat Boss this. isn't in the trailer that much, though. I know, but her voice, and I was like, ah. Yeah. But it's fine. It's her kids. Yeah, it's fine. fine. And there was another boss in there that was like setting stuff on fire, which looks pretty cool. And stuff, so. Yeah, Trandoshan. Yeah. yeah. I want um, um, action Trandoshans. Why aren't we getting them? I mean, I've got we did. We did. We got them in Mandalorian. I want flipping, you know. No, we didn't. When did we? It's in like the first season. Um, when I say that, I mean Bosk, basically. <laughs> you mean Bosk? Yeah, 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 yeah. I just yeah. Want, you know, I want good um, ones, the ones that I can't fight. The Mandalorian, by the way, released on March first. Finally got a concrete release date for it. Um, well, we'll wait till that come. We we'll get closer to that and see if it changes. But, no, you know. no, I think that's solid. I think that's staying there. Yeah. Yeah, I think like the original plan because I feel like I think back to like April around celebration, they were saying it's either going to be late this year or early next year, and then they said early next year i think they're sticking to it you know i think their initial plan was probably like like december this year or something but uh because you've got like no like big show out now you've got willow which is like it's willow you know um there's no big marvel series out at the moment there's no big star wars series out that's true a bit of a hiatus isn't there yeah so you they're going three months without a big like tentpole title like i don't think willow is probably trying to fill in the blank with that but like this willow is not gonna do anywhere near as like well as a star wars proper project or or marvel project so you've watched it yeah how is it i think the first episode's good i think the second episode is terrible um mostly because it relies very heavily on warwick davis and his performance isn't very good in it in the second episode especially in the flashbacks and then the third episode is i think the first half of, of the third episode is not good but the second half is actually good um it's a mixed bag but i know it does get better so you know it'll be fine um like when people yeah like these are the episodes people complain about the most like episode two and episode three like the rest of it will be fine um but i'm not a massive willow fan like i like the original movie but like i don't like i'm not in love with it you know never seen it mike yeah yeah fake lucasfilm fan (laughs) um and uh yeah jedi survivor uh march 15th it's got a release date about the time Uh, i'm pretty sure someone told me that before i can't remember oh it was you years ago donkeys ago see the thing is like so the thing that's gone on is uh uh, two months ago i tweeted uh, well i did tweet i did an article uh, jeff grubb like friend uh industry friend anyway he uh he uh he he did a report saying the marketing will start in december and at the same time i had heard that uh the trailer would debut at the game awards which Mm. is december 8th and um so when i covered jeff's report i wrote that in there as well saying like i've heard from my sources december 8th we're gonna get the the new trailer um and since then people uh have claimed that they can exclusively report that the new trailer will debut at the Game Awards. And it's like, it's not an exclusive if I did it, like, in October. You know? Um, it's whatever. 
you know like it just happens and uh i even reached out to the author of the one of the articles and said uh yeah this isn't exclusive i said this thing and they just just didn't even respond so i was like oh cool oh, that's nice journalistic integrity people. right there you know um yep so <clears throat> yeah so march 15th we're gonna get the actual game um you know cal looks like he's been through some crap in that picture you know he's uh he's got a few scars on him he's oh yeah which one because all i see is different pictures with different flipping outfits that you can buy mate so let me like yeah you can get um... different outfits so you'll if you pre-order the game you get like basically the obi-wan kenobi outfit if you buy the deluxe version you get like outfits that looks like han and uh, luke from the end of a new hope he um, looks rugged i'll give you that in the picture he does now he looks like it's five years after the events of the first game he's he looks a bit like he looks like he's been through some stuff, you know, like he's a few more scars and space. He's always had the one on his nose, but like there's a few more. Um you know, uh by the looks of by the like the pre-order bonuses and the deluxe edition bonuses, like it's giving you skins for a blaster. So it looks like you're gonna be using a blaster and a lightsaber in this game now, which is at least got one on his by there, mate, in the picture, so you know. Yeah. Yeah, so it is I think that's cool. I think that's a cool addition to change up the gameplay because obviously yeah during the first game you were learning like you're rediscovering Kyle's powers and the techniques he had before like he just you just randomly lost all those powers you know that's because that's how the force works you just you know just disappears um you forget everything um but yeah so like people are worried like are you gonna have to do that is that trying to bait me is that what you're doing no I'm not trying to bait anybody Okay. I I am just saying that that is a silly thing in the first game. Oh, okay. Where, where like, you know, you know, every time like he's gonna like do something new, like saying you know, he's fallen, he just remembers the time he was like jumping on blocks with his master. Oh, you know, like, yeah, oh sorry, yeah, that, yeah, I remember. I can jump, <laughs> like you know, or like. Hey, that's called storytelling. Or that's not. Listen, right? I'm uh, I'm gonna say something, which is uh, which is controversial here, right? Say it. It's say it, episode right? ninety nine. Say it. Jedi Fallen Order isn't that good. Say that if again. you've Jedi Fallen Order is Ooh. not that good, Ooh. right? Ooh. If you've listen now, right? Listen, right? I like the game, right? I give it a seven out of ten. Yeah. But people talk about it like it's a ten, and it might be to some people, but. I've played games that that's trying to like that that's been influenced by, mm. and they do it better. You mm. know what I mean? Do you know what? Like, it's been? I'm going to agree with you because if yeah. you do think it, you clearly didn't play The Force Awakens. Not The Force Awakens. The, the um, Force uh, Unleashed. The Force Unleashed. No, it's yeah. just like it's even like the, the the game itself is like inspired by like like Tomb Raider and Uncharted, and those yeah, games yeah. were better. You got the Metroidvania aspect of it all. Then like the combat is like try to be loosely inspired by like something like Sekiro, and it's like. And again, <clears throat> I like the character. Like, well, I don't even, I don't even like the characters really. I, I think Carl's a wet lettuce. You, you are know? going in tonight. You know, I think Carl's a bit of a wet lettuce. He's the a ham roll. No, yeah, he's a ham roll. The best character in that game is the is the sis is the uh, is it the third sister? The What's one that died. Yeah. You know, it's not a third sister, is it? It's something no, else. No, um, but like, fifth, um, sixth, eighth, ninth. I don't know. I don't know which. It's a sister, right? A Troller. Troller is a like real name, right? And I think she's the a best. great name as well. Yeah, she's the best, the most interesting character in that game. Yeah, she's um, great, man. 
And it's like, again, I think uh, this is like, this is, this is going to sound, sound so up my own ass, right? But um, I think the people who don't play many games, oh. right? <laughs> like, no, like, you know, and that's not a, like a diss, right? I just think the people who maybe not play many games, they might not have interest in like all these other games. To them, this might be like the best thing they've played in a long time. And oh, that's fine. That's 100% cool. Like, because like I watch a lot of TV and I watch a lot of movies and I, I play a lot of games. So like, I don't know, I'm kind of of a wide palette. Um, so for me, like Jedi Fallen Lord, I think is a good game. Like I said, I give it a seven. But like, in terms of storytelling, I think it's, it's decent. In terms of like, gameplay is decent. Like, this just, you know, it, it doesn't I don't know what doesn't rock the boat for me. You know, I just don't know what's happened. Why? To you this evening, this is just wild, <laughs> wild talk, wild talk Wednesday. That's what it is. It's just, it's just, I don't know, man. Like, it's always like, again, I'm excited for Jedi Survivor. You know, I think it probably will be better than the last game. And I think them introducing like this blaster mechanic as well as like being able to use a lightsaber. That's that's really cool. Like that is, you know, um, something I'm looking forward to. I'm really excited for the combat to change. Not that there's anything wrong with the combat in the first game. I think the combat is good. Um, but Everyone has a bit of pew pew, mate. Yeah, it's just, no, I'm excited for it, you know, and uh, we'll learn more as the months go on. And obviously we got like the Game Awards uh is tomorrow so by the time you're hearing this the trailer may be out as the gameplay trailer so yeah i'm excited man i'm excited about the game um even though it sounds like i'm on a downer about it i'm not i'm excited for it i just don't like give it the praise that a lot of other people do um it's had a true played this yet no as a true has not played this yet as far as i know he hasn't gone to any event to play it um but again that man gives his games for free you know I would become an EA game changer if they meant I get a free game. You know, Absolutely. I'd do anything that EA asked me. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> You'd become a shill? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Uh, we know enough. plenty of other people doing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, there's a lot of people doing it, you know. Um, yeah, so maybe that was me being harsh. If you enjoyed it, if you enjoyed it, because people got offended when I said, like, well, not just me, me, you, and Pevy all said this, but people got offended when I was like, you, you, when Andor comes out, you kind of know like the people who watch more than just like the big franchise um, TV shows and movies, because of how Andor was like was in its tone and its like its themes and its writing, right? Oh yeah, people got right a little bike about it. Yeah, so it's, it's very walls and not very stars. That's so it's I like I, you know, again, it's it's that sort of situation. I'm not trying to say like your opinion on that game is invalid everybody has uh a different like i don't know like obviously the games music film source objective a game to you could be a 10 and to me it's a seven um i said when it was when i first saw the trailer for i said this is forced unleashed i don't even compare oh, the... it that much to force unleashed though like i think uh, i think it's better than at least one of the force unleashed games well, i only played the first one so yeah, so I don't know, but um, I thought the Force Unleashed was better. I'm gonna lie to you a little bit. Yeah, um, I didn't go on from there. We got the last Lucasfilm thing on the on the topics Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny trailer 
came out uh did you watch it i did i already watched it a while ago but i watched rewatched all these trailers for you that's why i was mm. late as well you know before the show uh yeah it's, a, it's an indiana jones trailer what do you want <laughs> i mean he's not he's not doesn't like really excite you harrison ford being too old to act pretending to run around world act it's too old to do anything it's like just and especially he shouldn't be flying what? the planes anymore he shouldn't Stop. be flying the planes, right? He's Stop like a danger to himself. But like, flipping egg. You know, I don't think he's too old to act. Like, I think that's fine. I think, maybe, I think... maybe in these roles, you know what I mean? Maybe just like, because you don't see flipping, what's his name doing it? The, uh, um, I can never remember his name. He's in every flipping. Oh, no, I've forgotten the director's name anyway, but just people. He's Robert like... De Niro or something. Yeah, he's not doing flipping action films, is he? No, but like, you know, at the same time, like Harrison is still a really fit dude, you know? Is like, he... look at Sylvester Stallone, he's like 75. Yeah, but no, but he is literally a fit dude. He's like, you know, goes gym and all the time and stuff like that. Yeah, but I think Harrison's still like fit and healthy, you know? Really, mate? I don't know. I think he's doing this, like, again, he's probably not doing all the stunts, is he? Like, we know that. Like, didn't he, like... You don't see Michael Caine doing all these things, do you? We, we... <laughs> Isn't he older than Harrison Ford, like, by quite a bit? I'll be that much. I don't think they are. Like, didn't Harrison, like, injure himself, like, yeah, or, himself or like, punch or yeah. something? Yeah. Oh, what, on this? Oh, on this, yeah. I don't know. Like, I think he was rehearsing for a fight or something and, like, broke his arm or something. All right. So, Harrison Ford's 80 and Michael Caine's 89. So it's only... It's 10 years, basically. Like, that's not good. Yeah, but once you get into your like, you know, no, I think like you you rapid rapidly decline, like, <laughs> you know, like that man's basically ninety. Like he should not be, you know, running around trying to like, I don't know, like punch people, like, I don't know. But the Harrison, the Harrison's doing like he's got like, he's got a TV show coming out like uh, later this month on um Paramount Plus, nineteen twenty three. He's playing a cowboy. Yeah. Oh my. With Helen Mirren. Why don't you just keep doing voiceovers for kids' films like he did that dog? And I can't remember which film it was, but yeah, just chill, chill out. No, mm. I think the trailer looks fine. I think it's, I think it's a cool trailer. I think it's good for a teaser trailer. I don't know if I like the title "Dial of Destiny." Doesn't really sound no. like an indie trailer. Oh, indie title to me. I mean, sorry. No. Um, yeah, but again, I'm sure it'll do well. I'm sure that. It'll be pretty good. I think it'll be better than the last one. Um, yeah, but like a lot, a lot of people are excited. Obviously, it's so great gonna... to see the other old dude back. Um, ah, you know that's in um, second one that helps him in Egypt find the uh, the Ark of the Covenant. Mm. Yeah, um... I'd say his name is is hard. Nasa Mazaria, whatever his name is. Uh, the Guardians three trailer came out. I think. There's three trailers come up that day. Indie, Guardians, and Transformers. But I think this was the best trailer of the three. The Guardians, Guardians. trailer. Oh, it was incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a really good trailer. Um, obviously, I didn't... Yeah, I think they're really trying to hammer home that maybe Rocket's going to die, which might, mm. to me, think that they, maybe that's a misdirect. Um, mm. I'm pretty sure Drax is going to die in this movie, 100%. Like, Drax is going to get killed. Who is the baddie in this film? And, oh, I know I've uh, seen the trailer, but like, who is actual, like, what is there? The High Evolutionary, he's, he, you can see him in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, he does the experiments and stuff on Rocket. Um, oh, okay. 
you know i think he's the main villain in this movie adam warlock is in this movie as well which they yeah. tease at the end of guardians 2 i think um but i think the high evolutionary he's the villain in this movie um okay. I, again like i've been like i said i was burned out on the guardians after i like i really love the first movie i don't like the second movie and i was just kind of bored of the guardians at that point mm-hmm. i think also like the crisp frat fatigue was a thing because yeah. he was in like a lot of stuff um and he still obviously is but the trailer was really good i trust james gunn to deliver a a worthy finale for the guardians mm-hmm. um and the like the the guardians holiday special we may as well talk about that now as well oh well, i was is, just gonna say incredible use of space hog in the meantime the song in the trailer yeah, as well yeah is, uh, a big tune so i'm glad that's yeah. a bit of recognition as well yeah and then the guardians holiday special focused a lot on mantis and drax and the two characters i don't really care about i got beef with dave batista because he says he's above fast and furious and he's not right? he is we've had this conversation he's not above he's it past it right he's not above it like this man does straight to dvd movies you ain't above it mate you know he's, he's doing glass onion and stuff like that do you know what i mean James yeah Bond. yeah yeah he's, he's doing, doing glass great. onion yeah he's doing glass onion yeah and also doing he's doing Dune, like, you know doing yeah, yeah. he's doing this my spy sequel and he's doing straight to dvd uh you know escape plan sequels yeah like don't dude worry about that. Don't worry. He's, he's doing, doing blade he's doing final, he's doing final score on sky yeah you know like hey he's branching out he's, he's at least he's trying different things He's not saying like, in one book. He box. isn't above it. He isn't above it. He is, mate. Right? He isn't. He's the most fast and furious looking man I have seen in my life. You know? know? He's waiting for that next sort of franchise. He's just he's probably thinking that one's a little bit too late for me. I'm just gonna jump on the next one. He, he wants to do Gears of War. And I'm like, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I know? can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Totally. Like, but I don't know. But again, that that holiday special was really good. It was really fun, I thought. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know Pevy liked it as well. Well, Pevy's not here, but I know he like really enjoyed himself watching it. I don't really care about Drax. I don't really care about Mantis. But I really yeah. liked them both in that holiday special. Um, I thought it was funny. I thought... I loved how Drax really... What was he called? The elf? The funny little man? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know? Um, yeah, I liked all that. Like They're in a, like, they're in a club with uh, with a bunch of money. You know, getting hammered, um, <laughs> robbing Christmas stores left, right, and center. Yeah, it was. It was, I good. It was a bit and awkward if... in times. I feel like sometimes it was like some awkward silences. I don't know, but yeah. What did you think of it? Did you enjoy the Guardians Holiday Special? Yeah. The... What did I give it? I gave it a seven and a half. Yeah. Oh, I'd give it a seven. I think. Yeah. It was fine. Yeah, that's yeah, where I was yeah. at with it. And get it's a it's a, a, a good little. 45 yeah. minute like special like you know it's not doing anything like to change nah, nah, nah. the marvel universe you know they said that man like they've revealed mantis a secret you know but what was that? right at the end she says to quill oh no like, i thought you meant before this sorry yeah 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 of course. yeah like you know and um yeah no i think it's fun i think it did its job and that had mixed in with the trailer the guardian street trailer has made me excited for that movie now Kevin Bacon was great in it. Kevin Bacon was great in it. You know, um, I, I really like the, the the first Christmas song they played. Yeah, that's funny. Man. Not the one with Kevin Bacon, but the other one where they've got it like so wrong, and it's like, yeah, that's funny. Um, oh, the whole time I was just thinking, damn, I miss Yon- Yondu, man. 
I'm missing bad. Yeah, I don't really mind that Yondu's dead. Um, oh, oh, just like I don't care that Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man is dead. Ooh, that's hot takes. Listen, I know when they know when they killed him in Endgame, yeah. I was like, oh, that's a little bit sad. But it was well overdue. This man needs to go. <laughs> like, because every on the build up to that movie, he was like retiring, like in every other movie. And I'm just like, just go then. Go. Like, I'm fed up. Just leave. You just need that um, extra 20 mil, all right? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He needed the extra 25 mil per movie, didn't he? <laughs> like, you know, fab. But yeah, like, you yeah. Telling maybe... me at the end, the credits at the end when they, like, you know, put Robert Downey Jr., Chris Hemworth, and all that, that didn't get you. That got me. And his no. death, obviously, but, you know. The, the only thing that almost got me in that movie was when uh, John Favreau, Happy Hogan, he sat down next to Morgan. Um, Oh, yeah, daughter, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he said like what do you want to eat and she said cheeseburger and i was like that almost got me that was the only thing that almost got me and uh yeah but I, i'm glad tony stark is dead you know well, so. well for now you know for now yeah yeah um yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i feel like i've been a bit of a very you i tell you what heavy might not be here but he's here in spirit mate flipping heck I'm not as bad as him. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, I don't. Does, did Heavy like Jedi Fallen Order in the end? He was having a hard time trying to play that game. He ridiculed me again. You all laughed at me. But yeah, but your biggest problem with that game was the ice, right? Heavy's biggest problem, I don't think, it was the ice. It was just controlling the game. Yeah, so he had problems with the ice as well. I do agree with him. The controls of the game were pretty, pretty hard. I didn't, I didn't no. like it. it was a bit loose for me. I needed it a bit tighter. But I think that was coming from do you, do you wanna, do you wanna... <laughs> Battlefront. I think that was coming from Battlefront. I was just going to say, like, I just yeah, think yeah, it's yeah. a different like yeah, combat yeah, yeah. experience. You don't really play games with that sort of combat style. And that's fine. Yeah. Like, you know, for me, it was kind of intuitive, I think. Like, I got, I got used to pretty easily. Um, it was like Pevy, right? Like, when I watched Pevy play The Last of Us, he did not play that game how they, like thought it should be played like he's supposed to be sneaking around this like dark room trying not to get noticed by the clickers and he literally runs up and smashes bottles in their faces and like <laughs> gets killed like pretty quickly like he's sounds yeah. like I'd be great here then because me on fortnite i'm just exploring everything i'm like oh i'll have a little stroll oh, in yeah here. nick's oh, on fortnite oh, now and he's uh he's oh no the storm's coming quick oh, no, yeah it runs deeper into the storm you know <laughs> no you've done it you've done well for your first like two days yeah man you know i'm on fire yeah so that's been pretty good um yeah what else we got oh we got the guard uh, no guardians the uh, transformers rise of the beast trailer um so i've assumed starting from the trailer that he would optimus would be fighting these beasts but it seems they're on the same side and stuff so they're on the same side yeah this is a sequel to bumblebee okay. but a prequel to all the michael bay movies is that it's, you know that car that that kid gets in that he can't drive? That's is Pete that Davidson, Jack? mate. I know, but what well, the car? I don't care about the the person. Uh, you don't care it. about Pete Davidson? Not really. Me and Pepe um, love Pete Davidson. How dare you? Yeah, he's alright. He's fine. Um, he's he's a god amongst Pete Davidson men. in that in that trailer. I do not remember that. Pete Davidson. He's he's the car. He's he's the silver. He's the Porsche. He's the car, or he's in the car. 
he's the car. He's gonna do oh, the box. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, 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 I'm with you now. And no, um, it's not. It's not him. It's it's Mirage. It's not Jazz. Is it Jazz? Yeah, it is Jazz. Who you're thinking of? But no, okay. in the trailer, it's uh, Mirage. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. And uh, you can kind of tell because he does the uh, he does the Mirage thing. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I just, I just didn't know if Jazz could do that. So yeah. Yeah, well, Jazz. I think Jazz in the on the old uh, in the old shows, right? He was like a Porsche at one point, right? Like, yeah, yeah, that's what made me think of it. Yeah, um, you know, from what I can tell from this, again, being burned by Transformers before, um, it looks like it's going to be better than the the Bay ones. It's going to maybe be more in line with Bumblebee, which is the, in my opinion, the only good Transformers movie. Um, seen it, mate. Bumblebee's good, man. If you ever see that on TV or if it's on streaming, check it out. Like, it's genuinely a good film. Um, all I know is John Cena, isn't it? And that's all John I John Cena is, isn't it? He's the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's actually very good. Hayley Seinfeld's very good in it. It's no, in the good, 80s. No, that's good enough for me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so there's big tunes, you know? Um, I'm John Cena. Um, yeah, no, this one, is, it seems like fairly accurate. Like, the designs, like, even look at the design on Optimus Prime. Small line with his, like, is designed from the animated series rather than like what Michael Bay did. Yeah. Um, you know, you got like RCs in there, you got like um, a bunch of, I think there's a bunch of Transformers people are excited for. Like, obviously, you got all the um, <clears throat> the characters from Beast Wars as well. So, um, yeah, like Ron Pilmer's doing the voice uh, of the one right at the beginning, the gorilla dude. I can't remember his name. This is like, is his name like um, Optimus Primal? I think that's his name. I don't know. I don't care. I'm fine. I'm just fine with it. It's fine. The trailer's yeah. fine. I thought it was a good trailer. I actually like got hyped for it. Okay. Um, but they actually have burned me before with trailers. So, you know, just like I thought Bad Batch season one trailer looked good. I didn't like the show that happened to me for multiple years with the Transformers movies. You know, I was like, oh, this trailer looks good. Maybe Michael Bay's turning it around. And he didn't. He put out another piece of crap after another piece of crap. Well, anytime um, Star Wars puts Jewel of the Fates in a trailer, I know it's automatically bad from now on. That's how much I've been burnt, so. Yeah, you also just know you're not going to get that, like, rendition in anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then lastly, um, James Cameron says he wants to make Avatar 6 and 7, and he's currently one-third of the way through directing Avatar 4. So he's he's doing Avatar 4 already. I know he's filmed, he's filmed 2 and 3, isn't he? He filmed two or three together, yeah. He's uh, he's one third of the way through Avatar 4 right now. Oh, he's he, moving. Isn't he? You know, all of a sudden yeah. he's got a little gust of wind, a bit of energy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's moving now, you know. He's himself off, how long he's not done anything for years. It's been 13 years since Avatar 1. He stopped yeah. interviewing George Lucas and all that lot, and he's finally doing a bit of work. Um... All right. Well, well, he's just he... been under the sea for like most of that time, right? Was like going deeper and deeper, you know. Well, there's, there's not going to be four billion under that sea, is that? Did you say is that we said he needed to make four billion from? He said he he needed to make um. Well, the the, the, the quote I think was misinterpreted. He said he needed to like make the like fourth highest grossing film of all time. Yeah. Which people said like that needs to be about two billion then to for the film to be profitable, but the film cost four hundred million to make. You assume they don't put four hundred million into marketing. Oh, even, if they, even, even if they did say that's eight hundred million, and then cinemas take fifty percent, so you probably like I don't know, you need to make like about a billion before that film becomes profitable, not two billion. But I think what he meant by that was he needs it to be like the fourth 
highest grossing like domestically so just in america yeah it's about 800 million i think which is more likely when you do the maths of it all like that roughly should be where the film starts to turn profitable anyways around 800 million yeah and uh i think he i think it will i think this film's gonna do over a billion i don't know how far over a billion but i think it'll it'll be over um he's yeah. getting on as well well he's talking about avatar six, six and seven, seven. it's yeah. like what's he in his late he's in his 80s isn't he, or 70s he's in his 80s i think yeah what's it so what's his turning into the philippine avatar fast and the furious franchise is that what you're saying now yeah hey listen right we don't know if big vin's in this yet like you know but uh no i don't know like it's hard to say like if you're excited for after six and seven when like you we haven't sure, even seen right. two yet <laughs> you know two, what I mean? yeah i know number three's like, in the can it's like chill out bro number three's in the can like two comes out next week he's already <laughs> he's already like a third of the way like through like the fourth one and he's like yeah i got plans for six and seven because before it was only like five right like he said he had plans for five of them and now he's like, yeah, six and seven. Like, I find it amazing that this is like the thing he's like trying to like really make a franchise out of. You know, like know, what they've done trees, and they all done earth, and now they're going to see next. Do you wanna uh, do you wanna hear some of the reactions because it got shown yesterday? Yeah, yeah, I've yeah, gone. All right, right. So sorry, this is, sorry this Rob, is, by the way, if he's listening. So this is like a few of them, right? Um, I'll go through. I'll go through the nice ones first, right? Perry Nomaroff said, After the Wave of Water is pretty incredible. I had faith in James Cameron would raise the bar with the effects, but these visuals are mind-blowing. One stunning frame after the next, but the thing I dug the most is how the technical feats always feel in service of the characters and the world building. Pretty, wow. Pretty nice. Uh, Brandon Davis, After the Wave of Water is a never-ending visual spectacle. It's a better, more complex story than the first with, with solid emotion, but the characters could grow a bit more. It's definitely long, running on incredible visuals and techniques, which are the 3D's best. Uh, it's another one. What's on Disney Plus? Are you, you going to see it on th- Are you going to see it in 3D? Yeah, probably. Uh, this is from this is from uh, What's on Disney Plus. After the Way of Water is the most beautiful film I've ever seen. Ooh. It is an experience that needs to be seen on the big screen and in 3D. I absolutely loved it, and I can't wait to watch it again. It's a masterpiece. Uh, <laughs> it's a I'm masterpiece. <laughs> In terms of technical wizardry, easily my favorite film of the year. Um, Nikki Novak of Fandango said, If you think you've seen Avatar, think again. The only repeat from the original is the never experienced anything like this all. Better than first? Easily. The 3D water world and creatures are so surreal, it's downright moving. There's a major titanic homage. Next one, Eamon Warman. Avatar The Way of Water, liked it, didn't love it. The good news is the 3D is good again, and the action is pretty incredible. But many of the storylines feel like they have to stop and start, and the high frame rate was hit and miss for me. Ian Sandwell, The Digital Spy. Unsurprisingly, Avatar The Way of Water is a visual masterpiece with rich use of 3D and breathtaking vistas. It does suffer from from a thin story, and too many characters to juggle, yet James Cameron pulls it together in an extraordinary foul act of emotion and thrill and action. Um, I don't know. I'm not, this, is, this is 50-50-ish, isn't it? A little bit. Yeah. 70, Alexander Cardello, movie sign. While Avatar The Way of Water doesn't really exceed expectations, Cameron's stunning sequel adds a touching family drama. The stakes are higher, new CGI 
no, no new CGI. New likable characters that take the lead, prepare to cry for CGI whales, and fall in love with the Sully kids. Um, <clears throat> you just, yeah. This one's this one's the funny one. Yolanda Machado, James Cameron's Free Willy. <laughs> like <laughs> James Cameron is a <laughs> is a technology master, and his direction is at its most precise yet. The film as a whole, while a technological marvel with a breathtaking world, is just dances with wolves and Free Willy for Gen Z. Rum. Well, so I don't know if anyone ever watched their film compared to Free Willy, do they? I don't think so. Drew I think a Taylor. lot of people are probably thinking, what the heck is Free Willy as well? Yeah. Drew Taylor, the rap. I have now seen Avatar twice, and I'm overwhelmed by both its technical mastery and unexpectedly intimate emotional scope. Yes, the world is expanded and sequels are teased, but the characters, but the characters are most important. Cameras, Cameron is in top form, especially in the final act. Right, this one, POC culture. Avatar, The Way of Water is an odyssey. It feels like a visual journey exploring Pandora mixed with video game action. Of course, it's beautiful, but it's hard to watch. It's hard to get past the indigenous ecstasism and the one dimensional characters. It's a spectacle, but not much else. So, uh, yeah. I, I, basically, I'm going to go see it. When does it come out? Uh, Next Friday. This is the final one I have for you. Avatar The Way of Water is breathtakingly beautiful with the most incredible VFX I've ever seen. I saw it in 3D. This is from Scott Mance. The story itself is weaker than the first movie and feels drawn out at 3 hours and 10 minutes. 3 but hours and 10 minutes? Yeah, but it's great to look at. That's what he says. So, 3 hours and 10 minutes? No, I didn't know about this. This is a joke. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was two hours and something. You you telling me it was two hours and something? Like no, that. I've always told you three minutes. It's three hours and twelve minutes. Oh, three hours. It's loud. It's it's loud. It's long. It's now. loud. It's gonna be yeah. loud. It's it's, it's yeah. It's, it's long. <laughs> you know. Oh, that's put a down on things, isn't it? Oh yeah. <laughs> like so, I've been wanting to rewatch Avatar one for like a few weeks in like in preparation. On TV every thought, week. Yeah, but I finally got around to doing it, like, like over the last two days. But the thing that was putting me off is that that film is, like, two hours and 40 minutes long, you know? Oh, uh, is that what you've been saying about Rob coming on Fortnite for two hours and 40 minutes? I come with you now, Well, yeah. three hours and 12 minutes. I've been saying yeah, Rob three hours now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, it's a long movie, oh, you know? It's a lot of blue things running around and water flipping, Nick. A lot of water. If, you, if people me, don't need to be watching that, you know what I mean? With all that water gushing. You know, oh, do you know what James Cameron said about people needing a wee during the film? Go on, enlighten me. He said, you can go for a wee at any time you want during the movie. Oh, right? Yeah. You're not going to miss that. Like, he's confident you won't miss anything because you're going to come back and see it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he thinks, like, yeah, go and pee whenever because you'll be coming back to watch it anyway. You know? Nice. I like it. I like that. The confidence. So confident. So That's confident. Pretty good. I yeah. like it. I like it a lot. James. He also said like he doesn't really care about streaming services because his dreams are the best streaming service. Is he on crack? James has come back with a bang, mate. <laughs> he took. Oh yeah, he's going for it, man. He's like he's out there dissing Marvel movies. <laughs> he's got, his brain's the best streaming service. So, yeah, he's like all about it, you know. But good yeah. on him. I so, like it. <laughs> yeah. It's a new James yeah. Cameron. Oh, yeah, he's confident, man. You know, like, he's like, yeah, I've got a, I've made this movie. I've dedicated 13 years of my life to it. 
I know it's good, you know. But years, you idiot! Why don't take that long to do a film? Well, it did for him, you know. No, he's an idiot. But let's get the heck out of it because I'm sick of talking about blue things, blue aliens running around and in thongs and all that stuff. Like this, you know, thongs? I mean, are they in thongs? I think they are, aren't they? Sort of, really, kind of, with like a little patch on. Like, kind of, kind of thongs. Yeah, I suppose. So I thought, I mean, I've got to seal that as well. I'm like, oh, goodness sakes. No, they haven't done anything to me, but I'm just like... Pfft. I don't really focus on the put big blue people wearing thongs. That's not the thing I focus on. Something, so I put some clothes on, everyone. Come on. You can't tell me there's not a little bit, a bit of wool knocking about somewhere. They do there? have a bit of clothes on. Like, they have, like, you know... Uh, or a necklace. They, <laughs> yeah, they have necklaces, but, like, they have, uh, <laughs> they have like, the odd bit of clothing on them. Bit of material, anyway. Bit of fabric, but... Yeah. Very strange. Right. That's it for us, right? There we are. Romeo done out here, my Romeo friend. Romeo done. Thank you for listening to this show. Uh, we shall see you not next week, but the week after, I think. We'll see you the week after, where we're going to talk about Avatar The Way of Water for three hours and 12 minutes. Oh, gosh. And some Aren't we, Nick? big announcements coming soon, too. Um... Big announcement. No announcements. <laughs> Is it an announcement? It's an announcement, isn't it? It's not an announcement. It's not a positive one. Oh, you put, they didn't have to know that, did they? Well, I'm preparing them for the Brevy, worst. Brevi, cut this bit out if you're listening. <laughs> All right, well, we love you. Take care of yourselves. Um, uh, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Crippy enthusiasm. Like this? Yeah. Crippy enthusiasm.